Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Illuminate Student Ministries. Listen as Pastor Paul speaks on acceleration in the kingdom. All right, so I've got a bit of ground to cover tonight. So you love the ground. All right, so I went back and forth on where I wanted to start. I'll wait for you guys. Cool. Well, I actually wasn't going to wait for you guys. I was just going to say oh, bye-bye. Um, but but thanks. That was, I appreciate it. Um, so I went back and forth on where I wanted to go with tonight. Uh, we're going to do, I'm basically just going to give you vision for where we're going in the next year. I'm really excited about it. It's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, it's going to be really tender too. Um, but I did want to tell you of, of kind of like the outline of what we're doing uh, almost, I think it's the entire year, literally from January to December. Uh, we're getting back to the basics. So say back to the basics. All right. Uh, is there, do I need a little bit more volume from this? Is that, or does it sound okay out there to you guys? It sounds okay. Okay, cool. Okay, great. We'll just do that. All right. So we're going to be going over the ABCs this year. Okay, so some of you may be wondering, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. Every week, we're going to be taking a different letter in the alphabet uh, and just having not just like a teaching, but like our small groups are going to be based around it. Um, every little like outside thing that we're going to do is based around it. It's going to be really cool. Um, so A is today, and we're going to talk about acceleration. Acceleration. Awesome. Acceleration. All right. Amen. It's great. All right. So <laughs> I really believe it, it, it does. It's not like a prophetic word because this invitation is always available. If you're ready, sometimes it just gets a little bit easier to do at the start of the new year because you're already like new year, new me. Like, you know, like everyone is hitting the gym and like me <laughs> and yeah uh so if if you're wanting to go to the gym and you're wanting to start i go in february that's that's when you go did, did you or you say you're not going to go until february oh yeah i know it's not you you went today oh yeah that's true all right well anyways new year new me whatever um but that there's an invitation for um not just acceleration but increase in in your area of like your relationship with the Lord and what you do inside the kingdom, okay? And so I want to tell you not a little story, but um, but we're going to go to the word here in just a second. But here's the thing. You can't have increase if you don't prepare. You can't have increase and maintain it if you don't prepare for it, okay? I'll say it again because that's vitally important. You cannot have increase and maintain it if you don't prepare for it, okay? So uh, here's kind of a, I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about, but like, so let's say um, you're throwing a concert, right? And you're like, okay, I'm expecting 300 people to come. So you get drinks for 300 people, you get food for 300 people, all this stuff, and it's great because um, you're expecting 300 people. But then 600 people show up, okay? In, the, in layman's terms, you're screwed, right? <laughs> like, 
you have 600 people and you have provisions for 300 people. So what's going to happen? Are those 600 people going to come back at the next time? No, because you're going to be like, well, they didn't have food and they didn't have drinks. So that place kind of sucked. Like I'm not going back because they didn't make provision and they didn't plan for the increase. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and the same is true in your life, even with your walk with the Lord. If you don't make adjustments and you don't make provision for the increase, you will not maintain it. It's impossible. So let's go to scripture on that. Okay. Um, yeah, turn me up. I'm channel three. Just a smidge nippet. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Um, I think I'm in channel three. Is that enough? Check. No, I'm in channel one, bro. I don't know what I was saying. Hey, hey, hey. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, there we go. Is that better? Okay. Um, I sorry. I have uh, chapter four. I think it's Second Kings chapter four. Uh, it could be First Kings chapter four, but who knows? Guys in the corner, be good over here. Okay, cool. Next time I won't be so subtle. You with me? I know. I'm talking to the other guys that are like this. That think you're a little inconspicuous. It's like, bro, I can see you turn and talk. I have glasses, dude. I know. All right, so this is either first or second Kings. I think it's second Kings, but we'll find out. So chapter four. How many of you guys have heard this story before? I know that's, that's oh you're are you already there? Oh, amen. All right, so now a woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets, it's a lot of prepositional phrases, cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and his and the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. Okay? So she owes money, she has no money, and so this dude is gonna come and take her kids. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your servant has nothing in the house except for a jar of oil. Wow. That's where all the COG big wigs go. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then he said, go borrow containers elsewhere for yourself, empty containers for all your neighbors, from all your neighbors, and do not get too few. Say too few. That was weak. Too few. Too few. Yeah, too few. too few. Then you shall come in and shut the door behind you. Say, shut the door. Shut the door. Behind you and your sons and pour into all these containers. Oh, no. <coughs> I have no idea what just happened. Nisi, are you in here? Where are you at? Oh, you're right in my face. Um, never mind. I was going to get you to get me a bottle of water, but I don't know exactly where they're Do you know where they're at, Elias? You know where they're at? Oh, all right. Nisi is on a mission. Grab one for yourself. Okay. Um, so she left him and shut the door behind her and her sons, and they began bringing the containers to her, and she poured the oil. Yeah. When the containers were f- when the contain. All right, all right. I know. It's like how my mom says oil. She says oil. She says roof is roof. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, orange. She doesn't say orange. Thanks, dear. (laughs) 
I almost did this. All right, all right, all right. When the container, shh, here we go. When the containers were full, she said to her son, bring me another container. And he said to her, there are no more containers. Then the oil stopped. So she came and told the man of God, and he said, go and sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons can live on the rest. Okay, so <clears throat> here's the thing. Two things, well, there's like so many things you can take away from even these like 10 verses. But two things that I want to talk about tonight is one, the oil kept coming as long as there was an empty vessel, right? So there was preparation made in order to house the oil, right? Rule number one. Second, the increase came behind closed doors in secret. If you're going to grow, it's not going to be up here playing a guitar, preaching, or doing whatever in front of people. If you're going to grow in the Lord, it's going to be behind closed doors in your secret place. That's the only point that's going to happen. But when you come up here or when you're in front of men and women or when you're out in the world or whatever, that's when what has grown in you gets to come out and it gets to shine, right? So they didn't get all this oil behind closed doors and then just keep the oil. No, they made the preparation. They had the increase and then they opened the doors and used the oil, right? So if you're ever going to have increase in the Lord, it's going to be behind closed doors. But the use of the increase won't just be inside the doors because the use of the increase is for his glory and for his kingdom. And so what's the point of having increase if you're not going to use it for the kingdom? Then you shouldn't have increase in the first place. Anyways, you with me? Yes. Awesome. So, <coughs> oh, and I wrote this down, but I kind of already talked about it. Um, so let's talk about this. So. If you're wanting to move forward or quote unquote, do more in the kingdom or go farther, go to places you've never been before. Damon Thompson puts it like this and it's really straightforward. If you're gonna go places you've never been before, you're gonna have to go places you've never been before. I mean, it's as simple as that. If you're like, Lord, I wanna, I wanna know you like in prayer, like I've never known before. Well, are you, are you praying? No, I just thought he'd meet me. Well, that's a dumb idea. Like, if you want to grow in prayer, maybe you should pray. If you want to grow in generosity, maybe you should give. If you want to grow in um, intimacy with the Lord, maybe you should get with him. Yep. Like, maybe you should make some time to spend some time with the Lord, right? Yep. Easy, guys. All right. <laughs> Context. So anyways, so, but I, I thought about this. Doing more in the kingdom looks a lot like receiving more than it does doing. The woman didn't cause the oil to flow. She wasn't the one who created the oil. All she did was create a vessel for the oil to be housed in. So the only thing she did was receive. And the amount that she received was uh, directly proportionate to the amount that she prepared. So that's my question is for this year, how much are you expecting to grow in the Lord? Your preparation will tell us that. If you're, <coughs> if you're doing the same, Holly, <coughs> what's happening? <laughs> you're so confused. Oh, you are cute. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> All right. So, if you want to, if you want to, I forgot where I was at. Yeah. So, how much you're expecting to grow? 
will be proportionate to how much you prepare to grow. What, do, what are you doing? Okay. Um, so yeah, anyways, um, so if you're ready to move forward, you're going to have to make preparations to maintain what comes when you move forward or else you're just going to drown. Like that's, that's just it. Um, so that, that's the only thing that's honest is to make preparation. And what I think is beautiful is it's not just, Hey, if I make preparations to grow in the Lord, it's not like I have to beg him to come. He's just like, Hey, there's a vessel. I'm going to fill it. As, as soon as you're like, Hey, I'm wide open. He's like, Shh. like, it's like a beacon for him to just come and fill. So if you want it, it's yours. All you have to do is open up. You don't have literally the scripture you have not because you ask not. People will use that for all sorts of things. But when we're talking about a relationship with the father, it's like you don't have a great relationship with the father maybe because you haven't asked for it and you haven't made yourself open and available to receive it because he's a gentleman and he's not going to come in and kick in your door and say, love me. <laughs> he's going to come and knock at the door and say, hey, will you let me in? And then you open up the door and he's like, all right, I've already flung my door wide open to you. Look at all of this. But all that, this is all you have to do. Oh, wow, that's amazing. It's great. It's as simple as that. So if you want to grow, you're going to have to make some preparations. And I, and I don't know what that looks like for you. I mean, I, it's not a cookie cutter type thing. What your growth may look like may look totally different than someone else's growth. Like, I'll just put it in like, uh, like we'll just say, because like let's say someone wants to grow in, um, and and their personal like communion with the Lord in worship, right? So they're going to be like, all right, I'm going to play piano in my house for two hours, and I'm just going to minister to the Lord on my own. But for someone else, it's like, hey, this has become an idol for me, and I feel like the Lord is asking me to put it down for a bit. So I'm actually not going to play piano, and I'm just going to listen to his voice. It's, it's the same heart, two different actions, diametrically opposed actions. So we can't tell you, hey, this is what you should do. The Lord's probably already talking to your heart of like, hey, here's some ideas. But here's something cool. What if you bring the Lord an idea? And you don't just wait on him to be like, hey, this is what I want from you. What if you're like, hey, this is what I want to give you? I mean, that, that's pretty sweet. I mean, it's kind of like what Padre was telling you in staff meeting. Like that's, that's just an, it's an offering, not obedience. You get it? I mean, it's, offerings are so much sweeter. So make a move. All right. So um, with that in mind, <coughs> we're launching a couple, not a couple, four different things this year um, strategically and, um, and consistently. So one of the first things that we're opening uh, or starting is this thing called community nights. Okay. So, Ooh, <laughs> thanks him. All right. Oh, I just thought it was for fun. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was fun. Do you have that outfit? Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, so community nights. So these are going to be every other Thursday starting in February. Um, and they're, huh? It's cool for this entire year. Yeah. 
Um, so every other Thursday, we're going to be having community nights. This isn't going to be like a Wednesday night service type deal. Like it's not like, hey, we got a 30-minute game. We didn't have it tonight because we were just hanging out. 30-minute worship and then an hour, hour, te- dear Lord, like 30-minute, te- like it's not going to be like that. What we're doing is literally just trying to build community and camaraderie between all of us and to serve as an, an evangelical purpose as well, where you can invite your friends and it's super low barrier. Like we're going to come and like play games like Super Smash Bros and like board games. Uh, I don't know what all we're going to do, but it's, we're going to have food every time. And then we're going to hear. Yeah. The locations are TBD. They'll probably change. They'll change sporadic, not sporadically. You'll know, but they won't be at the same place every time. We are, however, gonna separate guys and girls for this, for a for a litany of reasons, honestly. Um, but one of the reasons is because, even though I, the whole thing is coming and hanging out and building community, uh, we're also gonna hear from some people in our body and not in our body that are gonna come and pour into you and just give you some stuff that you can glean from, like. 15, 20 minutes tops and be like, hey, this is where I'm at in the Lord. Like um, two of the first ones that we're going to hear from is uh, Jeremy and Jennifer Bean. So that's going to be super cool. Um, I know Logan and Mary Elizabeth Cole are going to come and pour into us. And so they're just going to kind of share their like their walk with the Lord. And we just get to glean from them and ask them questions. And it's just gonna be this totally wide open event. Um, and they're gonna, question? Right now, no. Unless you wanna do like steaks, then I knew it. Where are you at? <laughs> so no, it's, it's totally in our hearts to fund this to where you guys don't have to pay anything. Now that may look like, hey, we're just gonna do like pizza rolls, but Everyone loves pizza rolls. Like, we do like 400 pizza rolls. Like, that'll slap, okay? Okay? So, but here, here's what I want to say about that. This isn't a, this isn't like, not that Wednesday nights are required, you know? But it's not going to be like the, hey, you better come to this. It's this open event. Like, hey, come on, let's hang out. If you can't make it, no big deal. But if you want to bring your friends to come and hang out, so that they can get to know them. Like if coming here on a Wednesday night is a little bit like, um, and we're, we're gonna do really well to make it super low barrier, even more low barrier in here so that your friends and people who are unchurched can come in because this isn't just for us. This can't be just for us. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking about tonight. Like what if we could have had that whole invitation? It's like, hey, do you struggle with mental instability to all of Powell High School and all of Powell Middle School? Like. Don't, I mean, don't we want that? Like, don't we want mental stability and all of Powell? Like, it can't just be for us. So we got to lower the barrier a bit more. But these are going to be super low, um, and it's just going to be a great time for us to hang out. Okay, so um, those will start in February. Those will start, what is it? There it is. Those will, those will start in February. In February. February. There we go. Um, those will start in February. Hey, when do they start? February. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so all the girls will be in one place and all the guys will be at a different place. Like, yeah, it's at the same exact time for the guys and the girls. Um, I actually do know 
Um, uh, it's going to start on February 9th. So we'll, we're doing February 9th and February 23rd in February. Okay. Um, and here are the rest of the dates. Okay. I'm going to send this all out as, as information. Okay. Okay. So second thing, we've, we've already kind of implemented this, but I feel really strongly about doing it a little bit bigger um, is worship nights. Okay. So this, I, I want to make this a bigger emphasis than just our body, our group. I want to get like, hey, First Baptist, we're going to have our worship night. Why don't you come on down here? Hey, the way, we're having our worship night this Wednesday night. Like, let's all come and be a part of this. And we could cram 100 people in here and make it freaking huge. So um, so we're going to have six of these. We're going to have six of these this year. Uh, and we're just going to go for it. So from literally 6.30 to 8.30, it's just wide open. So and there, there's going to be time for like seeing and hearing in those. We may take time in that. It's like, hey, we're going to all pray into this for the next 10 minutes. Hey, we're going to do this. It's going to be super strategic instead of just like, hey, come and hang out, I guess. Like, but it's going to be a really cool time, okay? Uh, third, I'm super excited about this. Student night, okay? Oh, student. Okay, this, I had to, this is the only photo I could find of like, I know, we don't have any pictures from down here. Like, but from like way ago. Do you? Oh, oh, fair enough. It's okay. I mean, it's all right. I mean, we all love Isaac. All right. I don't know what I don't know what that little uh, plant is, but I liked it, so I was like, honestly, I'm gonna keep it. Um, oh, sorry. Well, anyways, um, yeah, that's not even your new guitar pickup. That's not my guitar. That ain't my guitar. All right. All right, so student-led night. So as I was talking about earlier, your increase in the Lord is going to happen in secret, but we want to create opportunities for you guys to showcase that. Not just like, hey, I'm showcasing this, but like, hey, let's live this out. Like, what are you, what are you burning for? Oh, you want to teach on John 4 because that's just where the Lord has you? Great, come in and teach. So literally... From the minute you walk in to the minute you walk out the door, everything that night is going to be led and driven by you guys. Uh, you, you guys are doing the game. You guys are doing all of worship, and one of you guys is going to be doing the teaching. Um, so, and 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 let me let me just kind of say this on the teaching. Um, some of you have like have a real gift of communication and in a teaching like anointing on you, but you can kind of get like a little like deer in headlights because you don't feel so prepared and you're kind of just like, okay, like I know how to read the Bible, but like how do I communicate this effectively? So I'm just making myself and I'm sure Chloe and Emily and Justine and like every every other adult who would teach here would make themselves available for you to come. And it's like, hey, show, talk to me about your notes. Like where are you struggling like making some bridges? Like let's talk about this. And so we can actually not coach you how to teach, but help you develop your teaching gift instead of just being like, all right, now go. So maybe some of you are just like, all right, yeah, I can, I can do it. Um, but I'm just reminded of in my time in youth group, we, we didn't really have student nights, but there were some times I was like burning for something. And I, I asked my, 
pastor. Um, I was like, hey, can I teach on something? He's like, yeah, sure. You know what he didn't do? One, he didn't help me. Two, he didn't ask to see my notes. So I literally got up there and talked about the Nazarite vow for 20 minutes. And I mean, and it was great, but I was just like, I was just so, like, no one was relating to it. Like she was there and I was just like, oh gosh. And then, um, that's what, that's what I was going to say. And then, uh, you guys remember, uh, Kankle's Janine. All right. So she, yeah, I, I mean, that's the only part I remember, but, but she talked about wake up and smell the coffee. And I wish Josh was here for that, was here tonight because he'd be cracking up. Um, he's spending some time with his girls at home because Tiffany's going to be gone. Uh, and the girls are going to their grandparents. Yeah, he's he's doing dad, and so I'd, I'd rather him, I'd rather him do dad than be here. So, yeah, we hate Josh. Just kidding. Um, no, but this girl, Kankles, was talking about waking up and smelling the coffee. Basically, like becoming like spiritually awake, but she didn't really communicate that. All she kept saying was like, just wake up and smell the coffee. Just just wake up and smell the coffee. You know what we, we she's like, you know what we need to do? We need to wake up and smell the coffee, guys. Like, she taught for like eight minutes. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and so, no, I so that should have been a red flag for me. But uh, anyways, so. I know, I know. Guys, I was 15 years old and she was 17. So I was like, what? But in hindsight, she was 17 dating a 15 year old. I was like, maybe I should do that. Anyways, uh, question? Uh, it's where you don't have defined ankles and it's just like a tree trunk all the way down. Anyways, so yeah, it's okay. It's just funny. It, I mean, I didn't start calling, I think Rudy ended up calling her Kankles Janine. So, um, so that our student nights are going to happen once a quarter. Okay. So you're going to have four opportunities this year, uh, to do stuff like that. So, um, so this is like my not so subtle plug, but it's not a subtle plug. It's just making me available instead of us becoming like headhunters and like, Hey, do you want to teach? Hey, do you want to teach? Hey, do you want to teach? If you have a passion to teach and you're just like, Hey, I feel like this could be cool. Uh, why don't you send me a message and we'll get something together and we'll get you on the books for it. I think it'd be really good. Okay. You ready? All right. I got five minutes to talk about the biggest thing. Okay. All right. This isn't happening until August because it's going to take a freak ton of time to plan. But the fourth thing that we're introducing is revival groups. Okay. So revival groups. Why don't you roll this ball over here, bro? Well, it should have been a nunce time. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Thank you. Thanks. You really helped my wife on her birthday. All right. <laughs> By doing something bad. <laughs> just kidding. You're good. That's a cool hoodie. I know. That's why I said I was just kidding. That's, is that Michael Kors? It's cool. Coro? Sure. Am I making you uncomfortable? Oh. Yeah, but who cares? I got time. All right. So revival groups. So like I said, this won't launch until August, but essentially, 
the whole structure of quote unquote youth group is going to change. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I would say. So here's what I mean by that is we're not going to view it as, and we're not going to treat you as like, Hey, you're a sixth grade student. Hey, you're an eighth grade or ninth grade student up to, Hey, you're a senior in high school. We're not, we're going to change first. We're going to change our language. Um, and we're going to view it more so as an internship, like a seven year long internship of creating you to be a disciple instead of just being like, Hey, all right. Yeah. You're in 10th grade. That's great. How are we discipling you apart from Wednesday night? Right. Um, there's a staggering and scary statistic um, that 98% of statistics are made up on the spot, but this one uh, really is true. I just read it. That like 85% of people when they graduate high school and they graduate youth group don't come back to the church. And what's sad about that is it's, a, it's the church's fault because we haven't done a great job of discipling you guys here because we don't do this, but there's a lot of youth groups that just like, hey, here's pizza, games, and fun. Yeah. And then you got to the real world and you're like, oh, S word, what do I do? Like you didn't, there was no preparation made to teach you how to steward your faith and steward what the Lord has given you in a moment when fit hits the shan, because all you know to do is eat pizza and play games. So we're gonna, we're, we're moving past that. We have to move past that. So in order to do that, it's going to look a lot more intentional than, hey, here's a 30-minute teaching 52 times a year. That's not going to do anything. But what is going to do something, just simmer down over there. Just simmer down. All right. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it helps you focus. That's great. All right, so what is, what is going to help is intentional guidance throughout your entire time. So uh, we're going to, first off, like I said, we're going to change our language. Sixth graders, you're not sixth graders anymore. Uh, we're just going to call you first year students. Okay. Ninth graders, you'll be fourth year students. Twelfth graders, you are? Seventh year students. Great. Okay. Huh? What if you're not in a grade? Well, and that's the beauty, the beautiful thing is it'll basically follow your age and not your grade because a lot of you will graduate early, but you're still in here until you're 18 in that next August, right? So when you're 12, like that's your first year, right? And we follow you until you're in your seventh year, you're 18, you graduate, you go out and you just set the world on fire, right? So what does that look like? Um, it's going to look like specific oversight of, see, it's happening again, specific oversight of those demographics. Uh, so like first year students will have one revival group leader. Um, and so sometimes if my, it's in my heart for a first year revival group leader to be a seventh year student. That's my goal is so that when the seventh year students are about to leave and go out and stuff, they have already led a group either on their own or with another leader so that they know how to steward that, okay? But it's going to look a lot like, like if I'm like second year revival group leader or whatever, 
I have all the second year students, AKA if you're in seventh grade, you're with me, boy, girl, doesn't matter. That's just what we're doing. And so in that year, you're going to have specific, almost like, it's not necessarily curriculum, but there's going to be certain things that we want you to do because it's not just going to be like, Hey, I hope you're reading your Bible. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But it's like the first year is going to be a lot like, Hey, I'm going to hold your hand and show you how to do this. Pastor Michael said this probably a year and a half ago. And it was, it's the beautiful, it's the, it's the best representation of, of leading people that I've ever seen. So, Hey, I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to do this together. Third year, may looks like, hey, why don't you watch me do this thing? Fourth year, maybe like, hey, let me watch you do the thing and make sure you're good. Seventh year is, all right, you go out and do the thing. And then I'm back here doing this again. Does that make sense? So it's this natural progression of growing you, but to where you can do it effectively. And um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not... Not, it's not ambiguous. It's the opposite. Oh my gosh. Quantifiably. Like you'll be able to look back over seven years and be like, look at all that I accomplished. I didn't just go to youth group from sixth grade to 12th grade. Cause that's what I did. I went to youth group for five years. And what did I show for it? I, I don't know. I mean, I taught on the Nazarite vow one time and we had one worship set. That was awesome. But other than that, I don't know. But what if you could say, Hey, I, I dove into these seven books. I learned what it meant to have my identity in here. And the second year, I learned what it meant to let go of a fence. I learned what, like, so there's literally going to be like one book that you're going to read each year, okay? And so like first year, like we're harping on like foundational stuff. So like probably we're going to read like God is good. And so like, that's going to be your assignment for the years. Like, hey, we're going to read through this book. And your revival group leader is going to reach out to you every week. Be like, hey, How's that book going? What, what have you learned? How has that affected your life? Let's get coffee or, I don't know, wherever you guys want to go, CeCe's Pizza, and talk about it. Like, and so there, there's always going to be someone that you can rely on to be like, hey, like that's my revival group leader. That's who's following me through this entire year. And this is why I'm saying it's going to take uh, months to plan because we have to write your curriculum about what you're gonna do. Like fourth year students, it's gonna be things like, hey, you need to go to Guatemala with us on a mission trip. Like, that's what you're, you're gonna have to do. And like, and it's gonna look a lot like being involved in the children's ministry as well, because I, I really feel like that's a great place for us to start too. It's like first year, like, hey, you're gonna help out with the game. Fourth year, you're gonna help with worship. Sixth year, hey, you're gonna um, lead a lesson. Seventh year, hey, you're gonna run the entire service for the life kids that Sunday. And you're gonna put leaders in place and you're gonna do this because you don't just find yourself here and you're like, oh, great. And here's my hope and my goal is that this becomes, I'll just say it like this. Pastor Michael and Jahan talked to Chloe and I a couple months ago, weeks ago, okay, one month ago, um, and, and said that, they want us to be like the best in the field, like of student pastoring. Like, so my goal is that this will become so foundational that it's something that we can not just sell, but like give to other groups, be like, hey, look, this is tried and true. And we've seen a statistic that has gone down from 74% to like, hey, we only have like, we have 95% retention in the church because we've discipled over seven years. 
Like, and it's not just this random, oh, let's just see what happens. Like, how crazy would that be? Like, if you left here and you're like, I know who I am, I know what I can accomplish, and I can, I can face the world. Like, I can do whatever. Like, it would, be, it would be the worst thing in the world if you came here for seven years and I told you a Bible story every time, and then you left at the end of the seven years, and you're like, well, now what? What do I do? I don't, I don't know anything. And so my goal and my hope is that this becomes like a national, rec nationally recognized things where like you put this on a college transcript. It's like, hey, I went through this program. Like I submitted to this process. These are the things that I've accomplished, blah, 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 blah. And so um, there's gonna be a lot that comes with it. Um, but at the end of the, your seven years, so we have a senior trip that we're gonna start doing um, that's just kind of like for fun. Like, hey, we're gonna go to like the beach or something, right? When you're graduating senior. Now you're graduating senior, learning, chill out, we're not done yet. Um, but there's also gonna be a, like a graduation like trip, like a seventh year trip. So if you've completed like, hey, I've read all the seven books, I've done all of these curriculums, I've fulfilled all of these assignments, I've done all this. Oh shoot, yeah, I'm gonna rush. Um, then, you, then you go on a seven day trip and we, we get away and we have a crap ton of fun, but we also go back over. It's like, hey, day one, we talked about like the goodness of God in your first year. Let's talk about that. And like just growing you again on that trip and just kind of coming to like that final culmination. So that's what's in our heart. Uh, so we're gonna launch that in August. Um, oh, okay. And so some of you may have this one question. What do, what do I do if um, I'm a, See, I got to get my language right. A fifth year student, so you're a sophomore in high school and you're like, what do I do? Like, I won't be able to like have all like what I did year one through five because I'm fifth year and I can't do all this stuff and do I get to go on the seventh year trip? Uh, we're gonna have an expedited path, path for every grade or, you know, above second year. So like, hey, you coming on, on, on your third year? Great, here's this packet. And we're going to walk you through how to achieve what they did in first and second year at an accelerated rate. And so we're going to catch you up to get all the knowledge, all the insight, all the wisdom, and all the experience that you would have gotten if you just submitted like normal, but you're not going to have anything lost. Does that make sense? But it's kind of like cutting out all like your extracurricular courses at school and just doing your core classes. That's what it'll look like. So... All that to say, it's not mandatory, but if you submit to it, I really think it's gonna be incredible for you guys. Um, so that's the last thing we're gonna be launching. Uh, obviously, there's gonna be some other stuff that we'll be doing, but um, I'm super amped about it. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, that's the first a bunch of these leaders have heard about it, so they're, they're like, what does that mean? Um, so we'll, we'll have a meeting about that. But um, any questions, thoughts? Yeah, what you got? In revival groups? No. You bet yes on community nights. Yeah. You're in your youth group, but like, but it's based off your age, more so. Um, you'll probably have to pay for your books, but all the other stuff will just be given to you because we're going to write it um, and it'll just 
it'll just come to you naturally. But you are gonna have to pay for your books. Um, and like, if we like, yeah, one book a year. I mean, and if we, when you go to Guatemala, like you'll have to pay for your trip to go over there. Um, so that, that sort of stuff. So, but here's the beautiful thing is that if we, when we brand it as, Hey, this isn't just like my youth group. It's like, Hey, here's a seven year long internship discipleship process. And you go and you ask someone's like, Hey, I'm a fourth year student in this internship. Would you sponsor me for this next year? People would be so much more inclined to give you money to fund everything that you would have to do. than if you're like, Hey, can you buy this book for me in youth group? No, but if you say, hey, I'm part of this thing, this this is my, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's like, this is your cost for the year. Like in this, and at the very beginning of the year, every August, hey, here's your packet, first year, blah, blah, blah. Like, like the first week of August is gonna look a lot like orientation. Like, hey, first year, second year, like, it's gonna be super cool. So, um, is that, I mean, is that exciting or is that just kind of like, eh, it's whatever. Like, okay, I mean. So I think it's gonna be cool. Um, any other questions? Cool. All right. So it's 840. Let's get out of here. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Illuminate Student Ministries. Be sure to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Illuminate Knox.